all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters, Craig Morgan, and we are joined by a very special guest making, I don't even know how many times you've been on our show at this point, (laughs) at least four, (laughs) at least. Yeah, you might be the record holder. I get nervous now that he knows his way to the studio because (laughs) every day he comes in, I think my job's probably going away. (laughs) He's just going to slide. He looks good up here. He's just going to slide into my spot. And you know, normally Petey and I take our trips down the I-10 and uh, this time... Steve Popfin saved us the trip and came up the I-10 to talk about the Tucson Roadrunners. Welcome back to the show, Tucson Roadrunners head coach Steve Popfin. Well, it's an easy place to to come to. I didn't realize how well you guys are situated here. There's a beer fridge here. <laughs> <laughs> There's all the amenities that you need. It'd be easy for us to come back. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I don't want him this comfortable. Some I, of us exactly. have already found the beer fridge. I saw Saul Bookman. <laughs> Saul Bookman's already putting his name on one of the doors right now. I'm like, Saul, no. Too soon. It's becoming less and less special, I guess, every time I come on. I no, you're becoming more and more yeah, like a, a correspondent at this point. <laughs> exactly. We should yeah, just seriously. put you on the payroll at PH I'm, Next. I'm guessing this wasn't the main reason you came up to Scottsdale, though, buddy. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I wanted to see what the studio looked like. All right, here I, it is. I, I wanted to be live one time more it's with fantastic. you guys, but actually where you guys do your work. But no, I came home to see family and uh, happy to have uh, a few extra minutes to, to spend with you guys. Yeah, sure. so we, we ate up one of your rare off days. So yeah, really we appreciate nice that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for doing this. So we'll get into it. We're obviously here to talk all things Tucson with you, but let's just start with kind of an overview of this season. What have been your big picture takeaways from this group and its performance and abilities relative to last year? Uh, you know what? Well, we've got far more depth this year. We've got uh, some some great leadership aspects that uh, we didn't have uh, last year. We were a really young team, and so this year we're a lot older. We're you know we're we've got players that have played a, a significant amount in the NHL and can give a lot of the you know, the feedback that the young guys need. And, uh, you know, the, the, the guy I'm talking about is Adam Cracknell. I'm sure we're going to speak mm-hmm. about him as we go here. But uh, it's it's been a really good group to, to coach. And, and honestly, we're, we're it's, a, it's also challenging when you have older guys mixing in with the young guys. You know, they, the old guys want to play and they want to get their next contracts. And, you know, you got to give them the, the appropriate amount of ice time and, give them the, the mm. looks that they need to get that contract. And the young guys need the, the same amount of ice time to keep growing. So it's been uh, it's been a good challenge. We look at the same thing here with the big club where you look at they bring in veteran players. They did it last year. You know, you talk about that group with Beagle and Ladd. And this year it's it's players like Bugstead. And they've got that, that older core that's helping the younger guys. But at, your, at the American League level, it's a little different. And a lot of the kids you're getting are kids. And they're in their first stage of development where – they do not hook up their APS bill and they don't know how to get where do they how do I buy groceries and do that do these guys help them off the ice too and learning how to be a pro well you know what like yeah you know every day you 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 see a 37 year old man next to you in the stall you you see that there's a it's different you know you're not uh, talking about the Xbox and necessarily <laughs> yeah. you know the little the games that you play uh, after after practice, you know, he's got a real life and he's he's there to, you know, really help these guys uh, grow and mature. And, you know, they're going to be experiencing exactly what he's going through at some point in life. 
So one of the big storylines in Tucson this season has been Michael Carcone, who's pursuing a Roadrunners goal-scoring record. Um, what, what's been clicking for Carcone this year? What's driving his production? You know, he, he's, uh, he's, got some, he's got belief now. You know, he's played in the NHL, and, you know, it's been a long road for him to get there. And I think once you tap in and you recognize that you feel that you can play at the next level, and it really brings a little extra confidence to your game. And so he, he's playing with a, a lot of confidence. He's playing with Adam Cracknell. He's playing with some guys that are really hard on pucks and wanting to get him pucks. And he's been, you know, really a, a catalyst for our power play. So he's getting a lot of ice time. He's playing with some good players. And, um, you know, he, for him, I think it's just the, the depth of belief that he has in himself. Steve, I want to go back to something you said in your first answer, managing the ice time. A lot of these young guys, because you didn't have the depth, you didn't have the veterans you have this year, they were thrown into different roles last season. They're playing a lot, playing in offensive situations. And now it's a step back, right? to learn how to play a complete game that will get them to the NHL. How how do you deliver that message? How have they received it? Because it's it, sometimes it's easy. Like people up here, I've said this to you before, they'll look at numbers for some of these guys and say, oh, he slipped, he's not producing as much. But it, it's not that simple, obviously. Yeah, I, you know, when you're looking at some of the players, Ben McCartney comes to mind. You know, he, he had a, a significant role with the team last year. And he has a significant role with the team this year. The good thing is, uh, you know, when you're trying to give them the message of, you know, what to expect and how we're going to get to the next level, they've already been to the next level and they know that, hey, they're not going to get probably more than eight to 12 minutes when they start uh, at the NHL level. So for us, it's, you know, you're going to have to really own those 12 minutes that you get in the American Hockey League level. You're, you're going to basically get the same time but touches in the NHL. So you got to master the amount of time that you're getting, and it's a little bit limited compared to what you had last year. But those are the challenges he's going to face in the NHL. So it probably gives him a leg up doing it right now in the American Hockey League. To You know, a lot of times when you're getting those extra touches, it's easier to get in the game. And so when you're only at uh, 8 to 12 minutes, sometimes you have to be really sharp mentally when you're not playing on the bench. So... For him, it's just a, a good way to keep practicing, and it's it'll prepare him for what's to come. We talked about Carconi, and, and there are several players on this Roadrunner roster that have spent time here in Arizona playing with the Coyotes, and there's a couple. Carconi had a lot of time, and then you look at Dyson Mayo, another player that had a lot of time, but you've got Dauphin, you've, you've got Cam Deneen's played up here, so you've got a lot of guys. How is that adjustment now that they've been here, seen it, done it? especially a guy like Mayo that has to go now and, and, and find something different in his game. Is it, how are you able to help motivate these guys so they don't get too down? And that can be hard, dark days. How do you help them find the ability to get up every day and try to make their way back up? Well, you know what, you know, the, the carrot is always there in front of them. You know, I think the, they're always one injury away or, you know, they're one good weekend away from getting back into the NHL. And so, once you've had a little taste of the NHL and you you've seen it and you can you can almost touch it, uh, I, I think the guys do a pretty good job of self motivating and it's it's literally right there in, in front of them and uh, at times it can feel that you know you're really a long ways away and at times you feel like you're 
you're right there. And I think for them, it's just keeping everything into perspective and trying to stay in the moment. But I think once you've had a taste of it, they, they want more and they, they want to get out. So, so when, they when, stay motivated. When you do these call-ups and we've seen them all the time, how much input do you and your staff have with the Coyotes management and staff on, on who and how these spots get filled? Yeah, I, there's, there's good dialogue. Definitely. You know, from, from, I think it's, it's done by committee, but I, I think most of the time, you know, whatever guy gets injured, that place or that, that spot needs to be replaced. So depending on the position, a lot of times we don't have a real strong say in it. It's, uh, you know, if they need a center, then the top center is going to go. So it's pretty, pretty easy, easy at that point. But you know, when it comes down to the same position and this, you know, the same type of player, it gets a little bit more difficult and there's definitely more conversations that go into it. But so far the, the dialogue has been good and, the, and it's typically done by committee. Um, I want to talk about a few of the guys in Tucson right now who could be a part of the Coyotes future. You know, we're always looking toward the future right now with the phase the Coyotes are going through. So just going to go through a couple of read the names and you yep. can kind of give your thoughts on their progression and we'll start in goal with Ivan Prosvitov. Yeah, Ivan's, you know what, he's he's come a long way. He's uh, had to go through a, a part of the season where, you know, it, he, he was sharing the net a lot of times and we were trying to put him in positions to have success and now we're getting to the end uh, of the season and, and, you know, the games are, they're, they're very meaningful. And so now we're giving him the opportunity to play back-to-back games and he's responded well. Uh, I thought he, you know, at the start of the season wanted to play more and wanted to play more, but we wanted to make sure that he was detailed and with the, the, the technical stuff that we were working on him with, uh, with him on. And so, you know what, we, we were kind of protecting him a little bit and now he's in a phase where he's, he's all go and, we're hoping that he keeps uh, keeps playing the way he has been the last uh, two games. He's got two victories and he started in the last four. So hopefully he keeps going. Do you think uh, a guy like Ivan, Ivan uh, with, with goaltenders' timelines in particular, they can be longer? Do you think he understands that process that, hey, you're not like a forward who might jump into the lineup quickly. This this could be a long game here. You know, Ivan's a, a, an elite person. He, he, he wants to... He wants to excel and he wants to excel fast. So I think he understands it. It's just a matter of having that that patience. But uh, yeah, as you said, goalies, they do take a little bit more time and they need to see a lot of pucks before they they get up to the NHL. They, you know, they almost have to be a little bit uh, like a tire shop. They need to see a little bit more rubber. All right. Next guy we want to ask you about, he's actually up with the Coyotes right now, but it's Victor Soderstrom. Yeah. I, I've loved this game here. I think he's, you know, he's come in and he's, he seems like he's really confident. Uh, you know, he came in and he was an 18 year old player that came from Sweden. So there was a lot for you were talking about, you know, setting up their electric bills, but like he's literally came from a different country and to yeah. learn our culture and the language. Not language wasn't such a barrier for him. They speak English and Sweden, but you know, for him to learn our game coming from a bigger ice surface and how we play a little bit grittier, a little dump and chase type game, he had to adjust and adapt. And he was only 18 years old. And he's still very young at this point. I think he's 22, 21 years old still. So I I've Love to see. I, I've loved seeing his maturation, and you know his last couple of games. He's very. He's looked very confident in the NHL. Let's throw out another name, Yanyanik. 
Yeah, he's he's a player that uh, we really miss right now in the AHL. Mm-hmm. He's he's that next piece, that offensive piece that has grit that can play, you know, in, in in so many different ways. And he's a player that we've missed. You know, we joked, but it wasn't funny. We were, <laughs> I think, our record. I think immediately when he he was gone, I think we lost like I think we were like two and ten in the first twelve mm-hmm. games that we missed him. So uh, it was. He's he's made an impact in our lineup, and now we've he's made an impact not being in our lineup. And he's been out now with a lower body injury for quite a while. Is as you prepare for the end of the season and your run for a playoffs, is Jan Unique come back into the picture before you guys get to those important games? Yeah, it seems like uh, he, he's trending in the right direction. It looks like he's coming back in 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 good time. So we hope to have him in the lineup. Uh, you know, ho- hopefully he's going to be able to play handful of games, and then uh, we'll get it right in right into the playoffs. All right, next guy on this list, um, Vladislav Kolyachonik. I think I said that right. Yes, this this uh, he's kind of like an Ivan Drago type. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you know his he he is he comes every day with a plan. He's a pro beyond pros. He he's one of those guys that you know he if some guys are practicing, he's 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 already probably been on the ice 15, 20 minutes. If guys are practicing, he's taking that next step in, in the practice and he can't wait for after the practice so that he can get even further along and get 15 to 20 more touches. You know, he's 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 a guy that's going to be in the NHL. He can skate really well. He's physically strong. He has good vision. Just a matter of cleaning up some of his puck touches and his decision-making and he's going to be an NHL. Yeah, I think you described him like as a robot sometimes with the way he approaches things, just methodical, everything. Laid out, he's going to get it done. He's going to get it done. He's not going to fail the plan. <laughs> what kind of minutes is he playing for you right now? What kind of a role is he playing for you at, he, in Tucson? His his role is, is uh, significantly increased just in the recent days because Soda's up. Yeah. So now he gets to play both power play and penalty kill, oh, wow. both special mm-hmm. teams. But he's he's so reliable, and he, he can you know he's one of those guys where you know sometimes we have to monitor how much guys get in during the week, how hard they work because they may fatigue. He's a kid that takes care of himself so well off the ice. We have to treat him a little bit differently. So wow, he can play the back to backs, and we're going to put him in some real difficult situations, and we know we can we can fully trust him. All right, one more guy on this short list is Nathan Smith, who Coyotes fans saw up here last, at the end of last season, but he's been with the Roadrunners all yeah, season long. Yeah, Nathan's a, an interesting player. He, he's got a lot of skill. He can make the next play, and he can also play physical, and he's and he can play hard. He's not a very big man, but he plays physically. He can, he can take hits. He can give hits, and he's good in the face-off circle. So he's a, he's a player that was obviously a big part of his, his – um, you know, his, his school where, where he was playing, he was he was a big part of that team. And so, you know, for him to, to come and play pro hockey, it's a little bit of an adjustment. You know, you're always getting the extras. You're always getting the, the extra touches, the extra ice time, you know, when you're when you're not a pro yet. And, you know, for him to have to share the ice time a little bit was a little bit of a, you know, it's for him, it was just, uh, he, he had to adapt. 
and it was an adjustment for him. And now he's coming into his game, and he, you know I don't think it's going to be very long before we see him in the NHL as well. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. when you got when we saw him come in last year from college, where he was a goal scorer, he's an offensive guy. He's got 11 goals in 50 games. It's it's good. It's not the elite like when you look at Carcone. Carcone's got 24. I mean, so he's not the guy right. that you turn to. I need a goal right now. So I think for Nathan Smith, what you're finding is he's got to learn a 200-foot NHL game, and it's a big step from college to the AHL, and the step is even bigger from the AHL to the NHL. But I I still think there is room for him, and he will get some games in the National Hockey League, whether it's this year or next year. People need to be patient with him because I think he's still learning. There's no doubt, and I think that's the key. If, if, you're not, if you get called up and you're not ready to play that 200-foot game, you can very easily be sent down the next day, mm-hmm. you know? So we want to make sure that when he comes up, Bear's going to trust him in every scenario. And so, you know adapting to everything matters is is a big thing coming out of college well if you're watching us live right now on the phx for t2 channel it's 11 17 a.m and pd is drinking a Wait, four peaks beer I, i've got a four peaks one, but i want to bring come back to a comment caleb made earlier like i don't know what world caleb lives in caleb's like good morning good morning buddy it's 11 it's like what time did you wake up i was up at 5 18 yeah. today 11 good morning like it's it's almost five o'clock body time so that was my rationale behind the wow plus it's wow it's got a little bit of orange yeah it's very good daytime orange yeah. mimosa yeah. Like a little breakfast beer orange juice sure why not vitamin c like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it. we love Four Peaks beer here so much that we drink it at all times of the day. Um, and right now, at Some Four, of us anyway. yeah, <laughs> right now at Four Peaks, they have a really fun thing going on: the Beer Can Derby. It's on February 25th at the Four Peaks A Street Pub in Tempe. You can pick up your kits now. So if you want to show us you got the fastest beer can in the valley, sign up through fourpeaks.com/events. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. And listen, the NBA is off right now for the All-Star break. So it's a lot of NHL on the TVs all week. And what better time to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and bet on the NHL, especially with the trade deadline right around the corner. Get your team futures in now um, before they all shift next week. So be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app using that code PHNX. And new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Why are you sighing? Because look at Rick said. Will Austin Matthews spend any time with the Roadrunners when he's signed? He's got to sharpen his game up, learn the system. Let's send him down to Tucson. Can you imagine? Yeah, we're going to send. Yeah, we just signed him. We're, we're going to send him down to Tucson for a little t- little TCC. He might fill the TCC. Austin Matthews would look good there. Hey, probably. there's an illegal pizza on University. Yes, there is. We love illegal pizza. All right. We, we wanted to for him on the power. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Find some space. Yeah. Speaking of Tucson. One of the biggest reasons the Coyotes wanted their affiliate there was the proximity and the the synergy that it creates between the coaching staffs. You can you can talk on the phone anywhere, obviously, and try and create that synergy. But when you have the the opportunity to go back and forth and have those coaches come down, you know, Lars comes down or whoever comes down, it it changes the game. I'm just curious if you can walk us through that process, what it has looked like multiple years in now, and how it's benefiting you guys. Well, just as you said, it's a it's a major benefit. You can you know split time between the two teams for Lars to be able to come and and skate with our guys, and you know he can literally just call us up and say, "Hey, do you guys need anything today?" Yep, we do. Perfect. I'll see you in a couple hours, <laughs> and then he skates the guys, and it's been a it's been a real benefit from that standpoint. 
And, you know, our guys knowing that it's just up the road, it's for some reason, it doesn't matter whether you're 500 miles or really, uh, you know, 100 miles away. But, you know, when you're that close, an hour and a half distance, you just feel like you're tethered to the team a little bit tighter. And, you know, it's or they're always kind of watching. And so you feel like you're you're really connected at that point. Yeah, and that happens too because you, you look at when this team was out in Portland, Maine and they were at the other end of the country for Springfield, Mass. It, they were they were their own out there. You didn't know where the players, how the players were doing. The, the coaches couldn't just drive down and see a game. Bill Armstrong couldn't keep tabs on it. So it was a separate entity. And worse yet is getting a player here was nearly impossible. So it is uh, the synergy between the two organizations. Where you have strength and conditioning. People can go down. Your power skating coach you talked about. I, I just think what I want to know is how is that c- communication between you and coach Turinier are do you guys talk do you talk about systems do you ever communicate about hockey itself and x's and o's oh yeah absolutely i you know from the coach's perspective it's always nice to see what type of adjustments they've made you know and a lot of times we can watch ourselves and, and kind of figure out the adjustments they're making but you know as the season gets going it's so difficult at times you think there's going to be so much more conversations or communication going on but, you know, we tried to set it up once a week, twice, once every two weeks, and their schedule gets going, our schedule gets going. You're, you know, a lot of times coming in late at night and then mm-hmm. early morning meetings and you're scrambling to get things together. So, of course, we talk and we, we have that dialogue. But, uh, you know, it's 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 as the season goes, it, it becomes harder and harder to, to really get, uh, you know, a lot of conversations going. But obviously when there's real impactful moments where we talk players or you know as you said some of the system-based topics mm-hmm. that we need to go through then of course there's dialogue and conversations are they in french or english <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour. well if we're if we're not happy it's always in french because we always feel like we can swear in french and, and you could get like you're you're fluent french too right i'm fluent in french yeah that's I, unbelievable wow, so how do you I sound like that. this and bear does not say well, um, like this. I, I sound like he does when he speaks English. Oh, okay. So, and, and, and in French, when I speak French to him, he probably needs, uh, you know, a, 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 a translator. But, uh, I am fluent. I understand everything and I can speak, but it takes me a little bit longer. And, and by no means do I think uh, I'm as good as Bear when I speak French. He speaks yeah. wonderfully in English. But uh, yeah, I, I, we, can, we, can, we can get along in French. He has some great words too. Our favorite is opportunity instead yeah. of opportunity. That's yeah, penalty too. Penalty. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. We love those. Yeah. Oh man, he's, well he's got a few good ones. Yeah, he does. So that yeah. you know, we've talked about this with you before, but the AHL is so interesting because there are call ups to the NHL, and as such, it's rare that you keep your full roster <laughs> from start to finish. Do you ever get used to the idea that? your team might never establish continuity because of all the the call-ups? I I think it's kind of like a a golfer. When a golfer goes out and he he plays a perfect game, it's kind of boring. You know, we like the challenge. We we like to see our guys. Wouldn't know what that's like. (laughs) (laughs) You know, of course, it, 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 you know, brings upon some some really good challenges, but it's also some great opportunity for players. So, you know, when, when a guy gets called up, there's a lot of players that are in behind there looking for that extra ice time. And so... They're raring to go and can't wait for that opportunity to play more minutes. So um, usually they step in and do a pretty good job. Are there betting lines on AHL? Because I have no idea how it would be done. I think. Like, how do you plan on that? Oh, six guys just got called up. So, But the the answer is yes. Yeah, I mean, you can bet on anything. So. 
Yeah. So not that I ever would. <laughs> PD betting? No. <laughs> it doesn't happen. I want to talk a little bit about the Pacific Division. I, I remember when this was getting going and I was talking to people about the yeah. formation of a Pacific Division and it felt like a pipe dream for so many years. Now it's the largest division in the AHL. It's, it's kind of crazy to see how it's developed. What impact has that had on you in terms of travel, competition, all the things that you think about when you're trying to develop players? Well, first and foremost, I think a lot of the players want to come here. They want to play and experience what it's like to be in the West. Yeah. And why wouldn't they, right? So right. that that's really brought a lot of attention to our teams. And I think it's brought our level up here too. I, you know, the, the Pacific, I think, won the AHL All-Star Classic yep. uh, competition or whatever they, they had. Minor flex there. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so, like, you know what, for us, it's been, it's been great. And now with, you know, the, the, Palm Springs being here, it's not such a long trip. And now there's, you know, very, there's options to have bus rides to our game. So mm-hmm. it's a lot, it's a lot easier. It's a lot better. And it's a, it's a great division to be in. It's, it's, it's a really fast, hard brand of hockey. I wonder sometimes like it with, with this geographical area, you can almost make a division out of this, like a Southwest division. There's so many, so many teams right in this area now. It's amazing. hundred uh, percent. You're right. You know, there's, you know, we could, yeah, what are we? We're at nine now, right? So it's it's the largest division. It could be easily into two, yeah, divisions. It can. Or Palm Springs needs a video guy. Anderson, <laughs> just, uh, just checking. Anybody's <laughs> listening but, out there? But also, like Utica or like San Diego. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Some great cities in the Upper Tucson's Northeast, great, Sean. I but was gonna say, what's up with this upstate New York? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk Sorry. about the Pacific Division now, and it's that time of year. Like, I know we're talking about the Coyotes yeah. and their playoff push. Let's <laughs> talk about the Roadrunners and theirs with tw- under 25 games to go in your season. You're coming off a big sweep over Henderson over the weekend. What's it look like down the, the next 25? What are some key teams you need to compete with? And what does the playoff picture look like for you in the Pacific? Key teams, we're going to be playing some really top teams here. The Monsters are coming in. We're going to be playing Colorado. We're going to be playing Calgary. Those are always top of the division. Those are going to be some some pretty big games for us. We've got a weekend series against Chicago next weekend that uh, is mm. is going to be very impactful for us. That's a team that we we can play against. We we need to beat, and we play them twice. So we've played them twice at home a couple weeks ago. We beat them. There, it's a it's a big weekend for us. Yeah. How many teams make the playoffs out of the Pacific? Seven. Okay, so you're you're right there right now. You're sitting at six. Sitting at six. So you're you're in the playoff picture for sure. So people. If you want to see a playoff race, and we talk about it here and joke about it here with the Coyotes, well, their AHL affiliate is actually in a playoff race. So keep tabs on them. Watch them. Look at Follow them. This is going to be exciting, and a lot of the names you know on these players. So so definitely tune in as this continues. And oh, by the way, they're about to expand NHL rosters, so who knows who we lose. <laughs> but that's one <laughs> thing, Craig. Craig is we, right. there, that one thing here is going to be interesting for, and to see how Bill Armstrong manages this is what does he do? What d- Does he play at the Coyotes and get them at the NHL level or does he have them play meaningful games in the NHL where it's it's learning about how to win important games how to get through playoffs how to yeah. play a series it's going to be interesting to see how they manage that experience of the National League but the experience of winning and culture and important games late in a season which is invaluable so we'll see yep definitely might be a balance of both yeah yeah right? yeah. yeah well it's exciting to follow for sure um PD you mentioned earlier you know you have to get people set up on their their bills and you know live yes. be an adult living on your own and a part of that is buying furniture it is um but lucky for the people in tucson they have arizona's best furniture at their disposal. 
I'm I'm actually sure? not sure, but it's in Arizona, so yes. I feel like so it's fair game. Um, more furniture. I have been checking it like all week because I am moving this weekend. <laughs> I literally was on my phone on More Furniture's website yesterday, um, trying to <laughs> trying to find a kitchen table, a dining room table. There's just a lot when you move and you move to a bigger space. You don't you, you need a lot of stuff. So more luckily, I have more at my disposal, and you can save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to More furniture.com that's m-o-r furniture.com pd we need to do an underdog fantasy draft soon we do let's do it let's do it tomorrow or wednesday 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 before the coyotes game for the early set um you can do a draft for certain slates of games and like i mentioned earlier there's a ton of nhl games all week with the nba off so what better time to get into fan daily fantasy drafts with your friends you can also play the pick them game pick player higher or lower on point totals and maybe if you're like me consider getting that insurance option if you constantly only miss one leg which is something that's been happening to me a lot if you can't tell <laughs> pretty bitter um, but it's super easy to get started on underdog go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with the code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to 100 dollars. all right leah is a u of a product pd has u of a ties i do jackson we have a lot of people with U of A ties in this office. It it actually bugs Sean and me a lot. <laughs> we, we talk about it. But Tucson's a pretty good city. If, if, if I'm being honest here, I really like that town. I think it's a great college town. There's a really cool downtown area as well. What does a coach do with those hours and hours of free time that you have on hand? <laughs> I really yeah. like my apartment. To be honest with you, right, right by the, you know, it's not too far from the rink. I can walk back and forth like listen to the audio we were talking about audiobooks i have a really fun life in tucson i walk from the rink right to the right to my apartment yep and then back that's about it and then in between there there's a few restaurants i like to stop every once in a while but it is a great place i mean i think the guys so enjoy it there the downtown is is being it's it's you can see it's it's growing it's changing it's they're they're always constantly improving it and it's it's a it's it's vibrant on a Friday night. You can't make your way up and down the downtown streets. There, it, it's packed. It's congested with people. So, uh, yeah, come check it out. It's but, a lot of fun. But that's that's one of the things we talked about here in Arizona being a destination place for players. It's coming. I think they need to start winning more. We talked about the new building and all of those things to make this a destination. But Tucson in the American League, when you do, you sign free agents too. Like you have to show, hey. Come here. Like, look at, look at, for so many reasons, the opportunity to get called up is here because the team needs players from us. We do it continually. It's a nice city. Our weather is great. Our travel's not too bad. So you've got to start to be a destination for American League free agents. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I think as we keep going, as, as you said, as, as we keep going and we win and we start building our, growing our culture, it's going to be a, a real favorable place for the guys to want to play. I'm just picturing you going back to your apartment and just kind of staring off into space. <laughs> it's a little quiet time. You know, the good thing is, is that I get the sunset right in my apartment. So yeah. I go out in my balcony and I'm able to, you know, over, you yeah. oversee the city and I'm watching and I'm happy. I got my video there, of course, if anybody's watching. But, but one thing, GMs Craig, and I'm going to say this because once you're a coach and you, you step into a mind of a coach and see coaches work, 
even when they're off, Mm-mm. it's going. Yep. It's it's. Well, what about that line matchup? Well, that guy's going to get hurt. How am I going to do that? Well, this power play coming in. How am I going to kill that? It literally doesn't shut off. You could be laying in bed and going, "Oh yeah, I thought this will blew the second guy in the forecheck." It it doesn't turn off until summer, and then when it's over, it's over just for a little bit before you ramp up again but i, I tell you you're i i can just hear him saying back and forth to the rink it's not like you're just sitting there watching soap operas it's you're buzzing you're watching video you're, you're keeping up on what's going on and it, it's n- never ending accurate oh 100 you know what i slept far better as an assistant coach <laughs> you know like you're right it's you're constantly thinking your message what's your message the next day what your lineup is you know what your how you're going to try to grab the next inch out of the next player. And then, you know, like you said, the team that we're playing, how are we going to, who are we going to match up and or do we care about the matchup? So yeah, there's a lot, move, there's a lot of moving parts when you're the coach for sure. So do you have any go-to spots for a restaurant <laughs> or a, a hike? Do you ever get to hike or chef? Alisa do, you, do you have a yogi is, that helps you through these? You try to get, no, like a yogi to get you into a Uh no, you know what? Uh our schedule's been so crazy, I haven't really been out in Tucson that often. To be real honest with you, we've been playing much like an NHL schedule back and forth. And so (laughs) much like the Coyotes schedule. Yeah, Yeah, much like the the Coyotes. So I haven't done any of that. Uh, You know, Chef uh, Alisa, I I butcher this every time and my wife's going to watch it. She's going to give me crap for sure. (laughs) But uh, that's a restaurant that my, when my family comes to watch games, they, they, they go there. Love it. Is there a spot that the players go to or <laughs> well, they're legal, just getting illegal, coffee illegal, they're just getting no, coffee i mean i used to see roadrunners at legal pete's on, legal on pete's. university yep. yeah. all the can't time can't beat that yeah. i'll go with that yeah, yeah. okay I, I have no i have no clue i try, yeah. I try, you try to not to know part of it i know yeah. they, they have fun it would be it's good like, it's good they're just going they're illegal, also just illegal, going home into the ring players yeah they're friday night in tucson we're just going back to bed coach we're good let's watch movies as someone who lived in downtown tucson across the street from high five like at 2 a.m., you're awake when the bars are getting out. Like, yeah. <laughs> not that's not true. the Roadrunner players, nope, Bill. That was yeah. me speaking on my own. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Probably never saw a Roadrunner, right? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. never. Um, well, we do a segment on the show. I know it's Monday, but it's called Weekend Binge. Basically, the concept is, and clearly you just stated how no little time. time you have, but are you watching anything? Um, any good recommendations, streaming or movies or I seriously have the most boring life ever. <laughs> <laughs> I am the least interesting human ever. But uh, I, I would say that my wife is watching, I think, the Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. yeah. yeah. fire. It's good. Yep. It's yeah. good. Yep. 18, yeah. The 1883 was first, so now we're 18. There's another 20. one. There's two of them. Yeah, it's the new one. Yeah. The 1920s. I was just watching a... The, the documentary on the the golf uh, what's a swing oh, away yeah. oh, on, netflix. on netflix on netflix yeah, yeah that, that looks really good. good i've yeah. heard that's good too yeah it was really good <laughs> really good yeah i guess yeah I mean, I love island uk didn't crack in no my <laughs> <laughs> favorite Come show on. can you see steve Huffman and all the coaching staff around john hey, slaney there's 60 episodes so you gotta stay on top of you it. walk into the coach's <laughs> room and they're fumbling for the remote as they're looking at love island uk sorry bill bill bill's here <laughs> hey, bill's wife watches love island uk oh, oh my goodness done after karaoke. 
exactly. Oh, man. Um, one other thing we like to ask our guests is, especially as someone who's played hockey and yeah. been a coach for a while, um, we like to tell our tale. We call it Tales from the Road. We all have crazy travel yeah, it's more stories. more like nightmares from the road. Yeah, but... more on nightmares. Um, do you have... Any crazy travel. But before you go, we just want to, we're not here to embarrass anybody or sorry, off color. These are funny yes. little, yeah. like a prank that might have been played or like to one something player. that went terribly yeah. wrong. Yes. In your travel you, or... you know what? It's again, it's so not interesting, but we, because of our schedule, we, we, we don't really get a lot of time off on the road. And when we do, it's very limited amount of time. And so like, we just, we have Zach Stortini now as part of our mm -hmm. staff. He's a new member of our staff and. We had, it was Jay, John and I and, and Jake Wagman for, for quite some time. And so every time we go out now, we've, we've talked about all these great times that we've had in the past, but there was probably just a little bit more time in between games. So you could have a little bit more fun on your, on your downtime. And mm -hmm. so we kept telling Storts about how great we've had, you know, how fun it was yeah. on the road. And every time we get on the road, we, we're so tired and we get to a place <laughs> and we have a drink and then it's like. Remember all those times we used to have such fun? A good time? It was so much more fun. Yeah. It's actually waiting for this, you know, excitement, and there's just never any excitement. But the good thing is, we have this. I think we told, we talked about the the Blue Water in San Diego. There's this restaurant that's, you know, off the beaten path a little bit. And typically, when you go to San Diego, you want to be by the beach. And so, of course, we can't wait, and we we make plans to be by the beach and have dinner and. Jake Wagman took us to this place that was a little off the beaten path and it's it's a little bit of a concrete heaven and it was probably the worst experience. <laughs> no. <laughs> but little did we know that there's a blue water restaurant on the beach and for some reason he's only invited Zach. He's never invited John and I. We've only experienced the the terrible place on the no. you know, off the beaten path but I, it's not. It's not a funny story, but I, I want to make sure that he feels guilty. He <laughs> <laughs> took you to the, you know, yeah, the wrong yeah. place. This place, this like really? Place? And you took Zach to the nice place. I guess he felt sorry for Zach. So not, having much not on the home. beach. This one, the the new one, the good is one, yes. on the beach, but, and it's a sunset. But not the one you went to. Not the one no. we went to. The one we Whoops. went to was off. You know, it was in town, so it was you know. <laughs> You don't want to be in San Diego in town. We want to be on the beach. But anyway, he only takes his closest friends. We understand. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well, if you uh, want to check out a Roadrunners game, we definitely recommend it. We've been down. We went last year. But we're trying to find time again with just the crazy yeah. schedule. But I know a few of our listeners actually live in Tucson, live in Tucson and Tucson, go yeah. to Roadrunners games a ton. Um, so if you're looking to go to a game, anytime you go to a game, a show, an event, Grab your tickets on game time. It's the best place to buy them, especially if you wait till the last minute. You can save up to 60% when you wait. I've been eyeing John Mayer tickets April 5th, Gosh. and I've been waiting. Wow. And every time I look, I look like once a week, every time they're a little less. So I'm really going to try to hold on, wait until that last day. Um, and the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link below in the description so definitely check out the game time app and also i'm excited because as soon as we get off the air here we got some burrito express burritos waiting for us did you if you remember to order on the email that they sent yes. which of course i didn't of course. again 
Um, I'm on the steak and salsa train. I've been beating this drum for the last two weeks, ever since Sean brought me a steak and salsa burrito two weeks ago. So I got one waiting for me in the kitchen. I I couldn't be more excited. Um, And right now at Burrito Express, you can buy a $25 Burrito Express gift card and get a free burrito when you do. It's an awesome deal. So head on over to your nearby Burrito Express location today. They've got locations all over the valley, Tempe, Scottsdale, Gilbert. Check them out. Really, really good stuff. I think what's important today is people that are listening and then listen to us a lot. We've talked about the rebuild over and over. And the rebuild is such a process that it starts with the draft and all the scouting. But this piece of the American League is so important for what's going to happen here in the future. So I... I, I know we we are not kidding. We strongly encourage you to follow this team. Like get on theahl.com, theahl.com. Follow the standings. Follow the players because they're players that either have been here or are going to be here. If you're in Tucson, great, go to a game. If you can't, follow their their PR staff on their website because they do do podcasts. The Adrian Denny. He gives you all the information you need because the players you learn today in Tucson are the players you're going to want to know tomorrow in Arizona. So I, I can't say enough how important the marriage between these two franchises, well, not franchises, these two teams are for this franchise because it's an important step of the development to getting this team through to being winners. And we look at the Stanley Cup, Tampa Bay won a Stanley Cup. They also won championships in the American League first. Yep, It's a stepping stone. It's a building ground to get you to this. So... I personally want to say thanks to what you're doing down there. I know it's 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 a hard line between winning and teaching, and you guys walk it very, very well. So thanks for coming and, and doing all the things you're doing for us today. Appreciate that. Thanks. And honestly, just to piggyback off what you were saying, it was nice to see last night Michelli and, and Hayden mm-hmm. connect on uh, an overtime winner. Both oh, days. yeah. yeah. Both we did want to ask you about that. How yeah. is that to watch guys that you've had a hand in their development? Well, it's fun to see them do the things they did with us. And it translates to the next level. You could see, you know, Michelli did that quite often with us. He'd freeze the goalie, keep the puck connected, and then slip the pass across for an open net. We hear this from Michelli here, and and I heard it on the broadcast last night. That's why I wanted to ask you, someone who's seen him. I think Michelli, unbelievably offensively gifted. His ability to make plays through sticks, through phenomenal. Can he learn and can he add scoring to what he does on the ice? Can he become a goal scorer? <laughs> Underrated shooter. Yeah. Absolutely can. I think he prefers to pass, pass and defers, but he can definitely rip the puck. Do you think that'll happen as he matures more and gets to know, hey, maybe I should? Right now he defers to everybody because, hey, I'm the new kid. Do you think that'll... Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think parts of his game has evolved in, you know, just in on the forecheck and the defensive zone. So I see no reason why he can't evolve offensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his passing has been unbelievable, yeah, well, especially the out. last two games. And yeah. now he's leading all rookies in assists. In if I'm a shooter, that's the guy I want to play with. Yes, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. He's Very getting you the puck. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's Absolutely. awesome. And if I don't score, that's the guy I want to play with because yeah. he's going to get me the puck. Yeah. And I'm going to find a way to score with that guy. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts from anyone on the, anyone on the panel? I think we're good, actually. Just looking forward to a, being able to watch a playoff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we don't get them up here right now. It, buddy, was, so. it was great in Tucson. We followed the uh, the Winnipeg Jets and now the Phoenix Coyotes and hopefully the Arizona Coyotes at one point where the whiteout was in effect. And yeah. We had our whiteout in Tucson six, seven years ago, and it was Is it that long ago? It was Dallas? It you was played that long ago. Yeah, no, we Texas? Played, we played San Jose. Yep. And that, that was the first round, and then we Texas. got to the conference finals against Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm know? excited for it. And as you know, if it's – 
Roadrunner Coyote related will be there and hopefully we get down to a playoff game. That would be phenomenal to make a trip down the I-10 for playoffs. Yeah. Can't wait. Absolutely. Let's go. And and check out again the Roadrunners are at home uh March third and fourth against San Diego. So if you want to get down for a game, you can go for both nights, go for one. It's the games there are amazing if you have Yeah, been. they really are. It's a lot of fun. It's a great atmosphere for, for hockey. Yep, absolutely. So check them out. Um thank you again for joining us in Appreciate studio. It. Hope thank to you. have you Thanks back again soon. Me. Yeah. I'm probably not gonna leave. I'm just gonna go to the war furniture thing. Grab a four peaks and yeah, more exactly. yeah, the burrito express is calling <laughs> yeah. everyone's name. Exactly. <laughs> well, we appreciate you again um for joining us. We'll be back live tomorrow. We have another in-studio guest. Now now that everyone knows this is the place to be, we just can't get enough. Um, Ray Whitney will be joining us in studio tomorrow on Tuesday at 11 a.m. on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So we hope you join us then as well. And you can follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore DePaz, at PHNX underscore Coyotes. And follow the Roadrunners too, at RoadrunnersAHL on Twitter. Follow along everything that's going on because it's really exciting. Coach Popfin, thank you again so much for joining us. Everybody in the chat, thank you. Like this video, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Monday.